you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at laist.com sweeps. Start your Saturday with something that will grow your kiddos' brains and get their creative juices flowing. Join us at LAS in Pasadena for a morning of multilingual readings, interactive performances, and lots of kid fun. It's Super Fun Saturday on June 1st. Get your tickets at LAS.com slash events. Back now with more Take 2 on 89.3 KPCC and streaming on the KPCC app. I'm e. Martinez. After a rocky start, over 2 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccine have been administered across L.A. County, with 58 percent of people and 65 percent, 65 and over, excuse me, receiving their first dose. But the thing is, equity remains an issue. Black and Latino people continue to be vaccinated at lower rates than whites and Asians, despite having the highest COVID death rates among the population. It's an issue playing out all across California, too. There are many reasons for this, including reliance on online appointments when many of the hardest hit communities lack reliable Internet access and also loopholes that allow people from wealthier and wider communities to cut the line. Here to talk about what L.A. County is doing to make the vaccine rollout more equitable, we reached out to Dr. Eloisa Gonzalez. She's the spokesperson for Spanish media on the COVID vaccine for the L.A. County Department of Public Health. And when we spoke to her earlier, she talked about why it's been so hard for many Angelinos to get that shot. We know that navigating the online registration system has been a major barrier for many people. Uh, and we've been working with a number of community leaders and organizations who are actually handling the registration process for those who are eligible and are not easily uh, able to use the online registration themselves. In addition, we have a call center that's mm-hmm. been able to register people uh, without requiring individuals to go through the online interface uh, and approximately 3,000 appointments just this week alone at the county-run sites are being filled through those efforts. As of yesterday, there are over 150 sites in the neighborhoods that have been the hardest hit. And our hope is that we're able to really make sure that the folks that get vaccinated at those sites are, in fact, residents or workers that live or work in those neighborhoods. Considering how quickly everything has come together with the vaccine and trying to set up a system where people can access it, it almost feels like we're all building the plane as we're flying it in a way. How much frustration would you say is legitimate for people to have over the process? Well, it's very legitimate. And we share in folks' frustration about, you know, the the difficulties in trying to access vaccination appointments. We have two vaccine websites. One is in English, the other in Spanish, vaccinatelosangeles.com and in Spanish, vacunatelosangeles.com, which are really great places to start for finding out when you're eligible to be vaccinated, and then to actually also register the appointment. One of the biggest issues, however, is that our capacity for vaccination across all of our uh, hundreds of partners that we have across the county far exceeds the quantity of vaccine that we've been allocated to date. So we have probably half of our capacity to vaccinate folks that is remaining unused due to lack of vaccine shipments to us. We are hopeful that in the near future that'll change. Uh, as you know, you know, we, we all heard the president announce that there will be enough vaccine for all uh, adults by the end of May. That would require, obviously, massive vaccine shipments across the entire country. In L.A. County, we're still waiting to hear about when those uh, shipments can be expected. But we're hopeful that as soon as we do receive those, that the existing capacity uh, will be able to accommodate 
rapidly vaccinating everyone that is eligible. Now, we spoke to Veronica Sunset. She's a member of the L.A. Black Worker Center, a coalition of labor unions and community organizations that's been helping to get the word out about vaccinations. She stood in line for leftover dose at Kedron Community Health Center in South L.A. and observed mostly white people standing in line who are not from the community. To me, that told me that there was no outreach, no education given to the community, black or brown. Sanse questions why these people uh, know how to get in line for leftover doses, but people who actually live nearby are seemingly unaware that that's something people can do. Doctor, why do you think that is? Uh, We're trying to really address that by having groups of trained community health workers that are actually going out into these hard hit communities and allowing folks the opportunity to ask questions if they have any about vaccination, where it's available, if they're eligible, for example, and also provide assistance potentially with registration. In addition to us actually doing more outreach with not only our community health workers, but also through uh, partnering community-based organizations in those neighborhoods, uh, because we do realize that, you know, lack of knowledge of the availability of vaccine in these neighborhoods can definitely pose a barrier. And we want to try to do everything that we can to reduce those barriers as much as possible. Doctor, though, why is the county, though, sticking to this online sign-up system when it seems very clear that many people can't access it or can't figure it out? It's not our L.A. County appointment system. It's a statewide vaccination appointment system. So we do have a little bit of um, ability to have them designated for certain populations. And, and we, in fact, are doing that. So actually, starting this week, uh, we have specific days that are assigned to specific sectors. So we're trying to get the word out that, you know, for example, if you're a food and agriculture worker, you could, there's two days a week that are specifically all the appointments are designated for you. And we're working with restaurants and other food and ag partners to try and get the word out to their employees that they can come on those dates. Yeah, and I guess part of this too, doctor, is to try and ensure that people who aren't eligible at the moment uh, don't get a vaccine or a dose that should be going to somebody else. I can understand if a vaccine is is going to get wasted or spoiled that day, but you know, generally if people aren't in the group that's eligible, they shouldn't be able to get it in front of somebody else. You know, every appointment, every dose that's taken by someone that's actually not eligible is really kind of stealing it from someone who is potentially very vulnerable and, you know, not obviously then able to access that vaccine for themselves. So we do ask that folks who have the means to be able to try and look for backdoor opportunities, if you will, to try and get a vaccine appointment and, a, and an actual vaccination to refrain from doing that. I mean, it's it's not really fair to those folks who are have been waiting in line, who don't have a choice, whose jobs, for example, put them in high risk situations for exposure so that, you know, individuals that are in those actual eligible sectors are the ones that actually accept the appointments and receive the vaccinations. We're talking to Dr. Eloisa Gonzalez, spokesperson for Spanish media on the COVID vaccine for the L.A. County Department of Public Health. Now, we also spoke with Dr. Osvaldo Asbun Avalos, an emergency medicine resident with L.A. County USC Medical Center in East L.A. about this issue. A lot of the patients that he sees are immigrants with very limited English proficiency. And he said that even as a doctor, the county mobile clinics are inaccessible to a lot of his patients. Today, I went on the site to try to see how to get a vaccine appointment at one of the mobile clinics, and I couldn't find it. (laughs) I I looked through all the Google pages, and there were a lot of articles from the media about this new move by the county, 
but I couldn't find how to actually make an appointment. And this is a resident at, at uh, USC Medical Center. Um, how can the county be better at helping people who have the, the least access to information get the vaccine? Thank you for that question. We have efforts that are going from the forward-facing outreach LA County mobile vaccination clinics all the way through our uh community promotoras who are actually going out into the community and letting folks know about these availabilities, having people sign up and register. I don't believe that the mobile vaccination sites, because of their nature of being mobile, are requiring folks to have an, a scheduled appointment. So as long as you know that a mobile vaccination site is going to be somewhere, I think as long as you're an eligible in an eligible category, you can go ahead and show up and present your documentation and be vaccinated, which is possibly why they're not listed on our registration for making appointment sites. Now, on March 15th, people with intellectual disabilities and some specific medical conditions will be prioritized for the vaccine uh, in California. And L.A. County health officials say that uh, they'll open vaccinations to those folks on that date. Uh, doctor, what type of documentation will people need to bring to prove these medical conditions? Does the doctor's note all it's going to take? I don't believe the doctors know. Uh, it's not clear yet what the state, if the state is going to have specific requirements for how individuals are going to be able to, to prove, if you will, that they have one of these eligible conditions that allows them to access the vaccine um, once the you know Monday comes around. Uh, so as soon as we have more information about that, we'll definitely share it. But at this time, it's still a little bit vague to us exactly how people are going to be able to document that they're going to be falling into one of these you know, categories of folks that have a condition that makes them eligible for vaccine for that population, for that group. Now, Dr. Osboon also talked about how certain zip codes have disproportionately high vaccination rates and that uh, for equity, that needs to be addressed. Here's Dr. Osboon again. If we're trying to actually decrease the infection rates and decrease the deaths in our county, we have to address the areas that are actually getting hit the hardest, not just a blanket statement that our county needs vaccines. Now, the state last week announced it would set aside 40% of vaccine doses for residents uh, in disadvantaged communities. How do you hope that that will trickle down to LA County and how much do you think it'll help? You're correct. The state did set that requirement. At least 40% of vaccines um, in the counties are gonna be, in, in LA County this week, are going to be distributed to communities with the lowest scores in the Healthy Places Index. Uh, that's where we've already identified and have 150 sites in those neighborhoods that have been the hardest hit. So as soon as we do receive those uh, doses, we've already identified the sites where in these hard hit communities, those vaccine doses will be shipped. I know the state's uh, My Turn website does not allow clinics to offer to only offer vaccine appointments to certain zip codes. Uh, doctor, how will you ensure that those vaccine appointments go to people in those areas and not to people who are chasing the vaccine? At the point in time that individuals show up for an appointment or for vaccination, we do require that they provide three uh, pieces of information as documentation before they are administered a vaccine. So one is their you know, identity. They have to make sure that they can prove that they are the person that whose name is on the appointment. So something with a photo and their name on it. And the other thing is that they need to prove that they live or work in LA County. So that can potentially be used. I don't believe we're using it at this time to determine 
you know, whether or not an individual falls within a certain radius of that vaccination site to identify, you know, whether or not they're actually eligible and, and only if they live or work in that area, according to the documentation that they're able to provide. I don't believe we're at that point yet. It's a potential strategy, but I don't know that we've had any conversations about limiting it that we really want everyone that qualifies to be able to get vaccinated. We're not trying to make it more difficult for folks. And we are hopeful that in the coming future, as you know, we're, we're hearing our president say that we are have, going to be having access for everyone who's an adult that wants the vaccine to be able to get the vaccine by mid-May, that these issues will eventually not be, be non-issues because vaccine will be much more widely available. That's Dr. Eloisa Gonzalez, spokesperson for Spanish media on the COVID vaccine for the L.A. County Department of Public Health. Doctor, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.